0: Welcome to Walking in His Word, everybody. Coming at you from Cornerstone Church in Highland, Michigan. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Come on, somebody. I think that it's important for us to Listen to that more like a command. Ooh, that's good. Be glad in it. Yeah. Be glad. You can't always just go by your feelings and how you feel when you wake up today. Yeah. I think you just got to say, I'm going to follow the command of the
1: Lord. Yeah. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in this day. I'm going to be glad today, no matter what today brings. Mm Because you're right, because we... You know our emotions are amazing. God created emotions. Like we, we absolutely should should lean into our emotions, but they're terrible rulers. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're and good so followers. So they're, but they're great followers. Terrible leaders. Yeah. And so if you're just letting your emotions lead you all day, then chances are you're not going to be able to have a great day and rejoice in today, mm-hmm. uh, especially every day. <laughs> yeah. And Pastor jim has got a great message for us this
0: for us this week week. Happy to kick it off today. Pastor Aaron, what's the title of
1: Pastor Jim's message this week? Oh, his title today is What's Love Got to Do With It? Mm. And man, he is preaching a great message this week. It is going to be absolute fire. You guys want to stick around and listen to every single day this week. It's going to be awesome. He's going to dive into one of the the seven churches uh, that has that letter written to them in the book of Revelation, and he is really going to kind of dive into uh, this first church this week and talking about how they left their first love and why that was so important and what we can do to not do that. It's going to be awesome. I agree. And have you ever,
0: Pastor Aaron, had a girlfriend that you liked and then just feelings faded? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, me too. And I think pretty much every single person <laughs> out there has had that. Don't you think so? Yeah. Yeah. And that should not happen with our relationship with our Heavenly Father. Right. That should not be the case. We don't want Jesus to look down upon us as a church or a church member or part of the church right now. I'm an individual, but I'm part of the church. Yeah. And look at me and say, I think you've left your first love. Right. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And Pastor Jim's going to talk about what's love got to do with it. Yeah. It's a uh, spoiler alert. Sorry. It's got everything to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to the message.
2: Let's do it. Amen. We're believers. And so what do believers do? Believe. Give somebody a high five before you're seated. All right. God bless you this morning. We're going to be looking at the book of Revelation, chapter two, verses one to seven, and talking about the church at Ephesus, the loveless church. I titled this message, What's Love Got to Do With It? Some of you remember that song, right, by Tina Turner. Actually, if you read the words to that song, it's certainly not a very biblical song. Love has everything to do with it. That's why God rebuked his church at Ephesus. He had somewhat against them because they had left their first love. Loving God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength is the first commandment. Right? And it's most important. It's about a love relationship with Jesus. Knowing God, serving the Lord, being a church is more than simply laboring and serving and attending. It's more than just giving and studying. It's more than those things. It's all about loving him. Loving him. So it has everything to do with it. So Revelation chapter 2, verses 1 to 7, it reads as follows. To the angel of the church at Ephesus write... These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, your patience, that you cannot bear those who are evil, and you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. You have persevered, have patience, have labored for my namesake, and have not become weary. Man, what a great church. It's a great church. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You have left your first love. Not lost, left. The idea of forsaken or abandoned. Their first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. So they have fallen. Whenever that word is used, it has the idea of sin. So, it's a sin to leave your first love, right? Remember from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. You will cease to be a church. But this you have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear. He who has an ear. Do you have an ear today? I got two two ears. It's not talking about these ears. It's talking about spiritual ears. He who has a spiritual ear, hear, he who can hear God's voice, he who can uh, discern what the Spirit of God is speaking, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give thee eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. So there's one thing about your personal, individual relationship with the Lord. That's awesome. But there's also a message that the Spirit of God speaks to His church, to the assembly, to the gathered ones. We're here. This is Cornerstone Church. often wonder if John was going to write a letter to us inspired by the Holy Spirit, giving to us God's thoughts, about what he thinks about us as a church, as a whole. Not just personal individuals, but us as a whole. I wonder how he would describe Cornerstone Church. Well, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. There are seven letters to seven churches, and I believe there are real churches, literal churches in the area of modern-day Turkey that these churches were found that had these type of characteristics to them. But also, these churches are characteristic of churches that are alive in God's kingdom right now. So, there are churches just like this church in Ephesus just like the church of Pergamos, just like the church of Laodicea, just like the church there in Thyatira or Philadelphia that have those characteristics or a mixture of them. Jesus has questions for us today, a word of the Lord for us today. Have we left our first love? It's a great searching question, isn't it? Cornerstone has been in existence for approximately 40 years. Seen a lot, a lot of passion, a lot of desire, a lot of working, a lot of laboring, a lot of evangelism, a lot of discipleship. But in the midst of the years, have we left our first love? Do we hate what God hates Because he says, you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. So this church at Ephesus, they were hating the works or the deeds of this sect of people called the Nicolaitans. We'll get into that. But they hated what God hated. Do we as a church hate what God hates? And can we as a church hear the Holy Spirit speak to us as a church? Or are our ears stopped up with the sound of this world or through disobedience? The church at Ephesus was a church with a great history. The Apostle Paul founded this church in Acts 18 and 19. It had various pastors and teachers, the Apostle Paul, Aquila and Priscilla, it had Timothy as a pastor. Matter of fact, if you read First and Second Timothy, Timothy was pastoring this very church, the church at Ephesus. It was a church of approximately, they say, 100,000 people. That's a lot. Even the apostle John that penned these words, they say he pastored for a time this church at Ephesus. So, a great beginning, the Apostle Paul, they had a great revival. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 19, through this church at Ephesus and the great revival, all of Asia heard the Word of God, and the Word of God grew, and the Bible says, mightily prevailed. Mightily, oh man, the word of God is mightily prevailing. What does that mean? I think the word of the Lord was sounding forth from the teaching and the preaching and from the individual lives of the people as they were just sharing the word of the Lord and it was prevailing. I mean, it was just going forth and entering into hearts and bringing about real salvation, delivering people from idolatry and wickedness. The revelation of Jesus Christ. What's love got to do with it? I want to talk about loving Jesus. I want to talk about leaving your first love. I want to talk about how do you rekindle your love for Jesus. The message here tells us all about that.
0: I do a lot of study. I do a lot of learning every week. Yeah. I have to constantly stay like engaged, filled up, new material, new things. Uh, buy up, uh. Bible stories fresh in my Rolodex, like message ideas constantly going, kind of like we've always, Pastor Aaron, would you agree with me as being on a staff at a church, especially a pastor, you've you've got to be ready in season and out of season. 100%. Mm-hmm. And you, and sometimes you're called upon to preach at the last moment because somebody is like sick or yep. something can happen. Definitely happened to me before. And <clears throat> Excuse me. I came out of nowhere. <clears throat> I was doing some studying and I came across this message and this guy was talking about how... Um, there's there's no new ways to connect with God. Wow! And I was like, okay, I want to hear what he what's what does he mean? Because I I might have, I might have an argument with that statement. There's no new ways to connect with God. And he started talking about how a lot of the generations coming up now have replaced Bible reading time with scrolling. Wow! Yeah, yep. Have Replaced prayer time with sc- scrolling. Yeah, and and like, they like they just say, oh, I follow all these Christian accounts, and I get all these little mini <laughs> messages, and uh, the latest worship leader, you know, sings a song as I scroll, and boy, it's just nice to hear. It. It's just nice to just like connect with God that way. And he stopped, and he had this real long dramatic pause, and he's like, the Bible says, be still, and know. That I am God. Yeah. And wow. he just looked at the crowd and he said, I don't want to ruin every, your day, but you we still must be still and know that he is God. That's so Let good. Let him fill you. And there's these old ways, Pastor yeah. Aaron, that we can't abandon. Right. If we do abandon the old ways, I think we drift away from our
1: first love. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think you're 100% right. And I think that it's it's so important to have that deep, real personal time of connecting with the Lord every day. And and even as, as pastors or staff members, we can get, uh, you know, it can be easy to put that aside and be like, well, you know, I'm studying so much for a message. That I don't really need to like connect with God on a personal level because I'm do- I'm reading so much Bible today. Hmm. I don't need to do my personal devotions. Oh man! But <clears throat> see, you're replacing something though. Exactly, and that, and that is that's a perfect example of beginning to that slow drift mm. of leaving your first love. Pastor
0: Aaron, I'm so excited to let all the men out there know about our amazing men's conference coming up March 8th and 9th. Come on. Guest speaker, Pastor Ross shear We've got other speakers as well doing breakouts. We've got some guest worship people coming in as well to join us. It's going to be an amazing two days here at Cornerstone Church. Check this out.
1: Man Up 2024 is coming March 8th and 9th. Men, you were meant for more. Man Up Conference is brought to you by Cornerstone Church and features guest speaker Ross Shear, powerful worship, and a move of God for this generation of men. To buy tickets and find out more information, go to cornerstonehighland.com men. Thank you for listening
0: to our show today. You can find more information at our website, cornerstonehighland.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We'd love to see you at church one day. Please do not be a stranger.